0: Hi, this is Donna Otto. Thank you so much for joining us today in this preparation for Easter. And today I want to talk about home readiness. Home readiness. Do you remember that old song? If you went to church, build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. Build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. But, but the first verse is there was a wa- a man who built his house. And uh, the rains came down and the floods came up and the house on the sand went flat. The house on the sand went flat. Why? Because sand is shifting and moving. And if you build a house on the sand, the rains will come down and your house will go flat. And then the next verse was, so there was the wise man who built his house and the blessings came down as the prayers went up and the house on the Lord stayed firm. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's an old children's song and you're really glad I didn't sing the whole thing. (laughs) Well, this is home readiness and I um, loved the years of being a part of Homemakers by Choice and helping women create a home that's holy ground. If you've not read that book of mine, I encourage you to read it. It's really one of my favorite books that I've written. What does it mean to build a home on holy ground? We were living in Arizona when I wrote that book, and it's very warm in Arizona most of the year, really. Our winter season gets shorter and shorter, and our summer season gets longer and longer, and a lot of people use cool products to keep their homes cooler Uh, less carpet more tile less carpet more wood and I will never forget coming through my house taking off my shoes and not because I require cleanliness in the house but because taking off my shoes always makes me happy two things I always like to take off the minute I get home and I bet you can guess what the other one is (laughs) so I took off my shoes and as my feet hit the cool tile I thought ah this house is holy ground like like Moses when God said take off your shoes you are on holy ground this is a special place and i thought what am i doing to make this house a holy ground i've been given the great and awesome fearful responsibility of preparing our home Uh, Really, women, statistically, even though you may be among many who have gone to work part-time or full-time, you are homeschooling, which is a job in and of itself. You are working out of your home. You are doing some way to help your home financially with the cost in America sky-rising. The reality is that fully still in the 2011 statistics about 93% of all women in America are ultimately the final line on how the house runs when it's cleaned, how it's cleaned, when the groceries are bought, what's for dinner, what's for lunch, how the laundry is done, just everyday things, not to mention the sheer effects of the beautifying of your home. Beautifying, you say, I don't have time to keep it clean, I know. And what I'm asking you to do is consider some things that will help you get it in order and keep it in order. Now I'm not going to teach a whole lesson today because that would start me on what would take weeks and months about home and beautifying it and making it a place that's clean and in order. Remember the key word to organization is preparation. Everything you can do to get prepared. I ran into a young woman at a wedding just a few days ago and she said, I think of you every day. I always smile about that because I think no one can think of me every day. And then she said, but remember what you always taught us? The day starts the night before. And she said, every night before I go to bed, I remember the day starts the night before. And it's really true. The morning time is the busy time of the morning. There are two busy times in a household when you get up and get dressed and get fed and get out wherever you're going when you come home and get undressed and get fed and go back to bed from wherever you've been. So get prepared for those two peak times of the day. Get prepared. I am always reminded of the maintenance part of keeping home in order I have told this story thousands of times because the least favorite job in the world is marketing. And you know, I probably have to say that's changed, especially since my husband's been helping me with the marketing. Anything I can do with someone I like better. So he's been going with me. He has a little more time these days and he's been going with me. Not all the time because really he buys stuff I don't want to (laughs) buy. But the truth is that I get ready the night before. Get ready for the coffee. I go to the grocery store. I have a menu. I'm getting ready for breakfast. I'm going to give you some breakfast recipes right now. Two easy breakfast recipes that will help you get ready and they have to do with eggs because we're preparing for Easter and eggs are such an important part. First of all, eggs are a great source of nutrition and sometimes children don't like eggs. They don't like the texture and feel of eggs. So I want to give you two recipes that I think will help them like them, eggs a little better. The first one is my personal favorite and it's taking an individual ramekin if you don't have those something that you can bake in the oven in an individual the size of one egg Okay, So take your little ramekin or your dish and put some butter or some pam or some oil, whatever you use in your household. So when you break the egg into it, it'll pop out when you get ready to eat it. Break the egg into it and then get some Romano or Parmesan cheese, preferably a hunk of it that you can shave, like with your potato peeler. Just shave some of it off and drop it on top of the egg. That's it. That's all you have to do. And put it in the oven. Yeah, that's all you have to do. I'll say that again. Uh, An individual dish that you've oiled, break the egg into it, throw the eggshell away, <laughs> put the cheese on top of it and bake it for about 6 to 10 minutes, depending on your oven. Okay. Okay. Pop your eggs into the oven at 350 degrees, and again, just somewhere between 6 and 10 minutes. And then, while that's baking, Just slice some tomatoes. I like those little grape or cherry tomatoes just because they're easy. But any kind of tomato, you're just getting a little wedge of it, a little chunk of it. And put some fresh herb, whatever you have. I hope you're growing some herbs in a pot somewhere. Put it near a kitchen sink. They're so easy to grow these days and so available from all sorts of stores. We live in a climate where growing things is, is really easy to do because it's so warm. For those of you in the Midwest and in foreign cultures where you can't do that, buy a sprig of some something parsley or basil or, or oregano or anything, okay? And slice that with the tomatoes. And the minute the egg dish comes out of the oven, drop that on top of it. That's all. Serve it. Your, your family is going to go, what's in here? The children love the cheese. If they don't like tomatoes, you can hide them. they don't like green things, you can get it in there. Put a little more cheese on top. Maybe Parmesan cheese isn't what they like, some yellow cheese, which will cover the egg. Whatever you want to do with this, and it'll be done, easy for you to do. The second one, which is something we've been doing in our family for years, 25 years at least, maybe longer, and that's get a muffin tray. I don't know how many you are in your family, but but get a muffin tray. If there are six of you, get a 12 one. If there are four of you, get an eight one, a muffin for eight, and build a little muffin mix, some blueberry muffins from a box, and whip that up, and put enough for four muffins on one side of it, and on the other side of it, put in a slice of ham. If you don't eat ham, some turkey bacon, a slice of turkey, any kind of meat with protein that your children will especially like. You can use salami. It doesn't matter. My grandchildren love salami. Put it in the bottom of the other half of your muffin pan and crack an egg into that. Put aluminum foil over the top of it, put it in the refrigerator. When you get up in the morning, just take it and put it in the oven. They have a hot breakfast, they have eggs, they have meat, they have muffin, and they have to sit down at the table to eat that, usually. And you know that we encourage eating at the table. Now, I am going to give you the best, easiest, most wonderful mystery buns for Easter dinner. And I'm not telling you what it is right now, but they're so easy, and the children will love them. They used to be called hocus pocus because you couldn't figure out how there was a big hole in the middle. Well, a few more things about um, getting ready for Easter before we part from one another. And last week we had some questions that I answered and didn't finish them. Uh, One of them was keeping up with laundry. Uh, Can you help me? The laundry makes me crazy. Well, I always want to go back to the principle first, and, and that's a question that you're in charge of, Mama, and that is, how often do your children change their clothes? How often do you allow your children to change their clothes? Now, I think children can begin to do laundry much earlier than we let them. I think that small children at, at the age of two who know their colors can sort the laundry. And as they are old enough to get into the washing machine, they should be learning to do their own laundry, which makes them be responsible and makes them have consequences if they don't wash something and they need it as far as a uniform or sports equipment. Oh, but I hate to run the washing machines. I understand that. That's not as economically sound is doing all the laundry, but it's just for a short season while they're learning to do it So how often do they change and and then, how lazy are they about is it really dirty? you know if they want it for a few hours, is it really dirty, or they just don't want to hang it up uh, I I remember a friend of mine uh, in our late 40s, we were talking about this, um, hanging up our clothes, and how at nighttime we just really like to take off our clothes and leave them laying there. And she said, you know, but I I just feel like it's not respectful to my husband to see my clothes in a mound somewhere. And I laughed out loud. and, And she said, what's so funny? And I said, well, when I met and married David Otto right after we were married, his mother said to me one day at lunch, just like out of the blue, sorry about the pants. And I said, the pants? I I absolutely was just out of left field. And she said, David, I never made him hang up his pants at night. He always left them on the floor. And I said, oh, dear Mother Otto, David hangs up his pants. He's too cheap to let his good suits lay on the floor and get wrinkled. We laughed and laughed. Are you letting them leave it on the floor and then it's too wrinkled to wear again? So how often do they change and how really dirty is it or are they just lazy and won't hang up their clothes? How old are your children? Ask yourself the question, how old are your children? And what could they be doing to participate? tubs to sort the laundry if you're doing the laundry at least get some tubs or bags or something in the laundry room if your laundry room is small put some pegs on the wall and get a bag all the clean clothes go back in the bag and they've got to take those clothes to their room a four-year-old can lay out his or her clothes flat and put them in a drawer Uh, do laundry with some schedule Uh, every morning put one load in well that's another do it the night before The day begins the night before by sorting the laundry. And then put one load in and then throw it in the dryer before you leave for work. Uh, Help the kids in doing this. And the last thing I want to say about the readiness of the house is look around this morning and see, is this something that you're making the interior of your home look spring? something yellow or purple or pink or green. Maybe it's just a candle or a piece of fabric. But I encourage you to make some time to prepare your home. It has a readiness, a readiness for this Easter. We'll have a great Easter menu before our time together this Easter season is over. Thanks for joining us. This is Donna Otto. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day.